0: Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready coming to you today with a fresh episode still in Graz, Austria. Are you trying to picture God out of your own mind, out of your own resources? Isaiah 46 says, if we try to picture Him according to us, we will always reduce Him. So take a listen, and I pray that on many levels that today that you will be encouraged. Let Him reveal Himself to you. And my friends, that will be the greatest privilege of your life, to truly know Him and then make Him known. So take a listen, share with others Love you all Hey everybody I'm so glad we're together today For this fresh episode Of Tent Talk I am still in Graz, Austria And we thought That we would be Sitting in the Frankfurt Airport Waiting to catch our flight Home to Houston But that is not going to happen Until tomorrow As least as best we can tell So I am still coming to you from our hotel in Graz right when we were getting ready uh, to go to bed early last night after my live over on the Producers Way Facebook group. Um, We received a message from the airline that said that they had canceled our flight from Graz to Frankfurt. Not Frankfurt to Houston, but Graz to Frankfurt. So uh, we could not rebook and get there in time, and so what we had to we had to make a very quick decision. And so in that quick decision, we said, okay, we'll take the same flights just one day later. So we're still trying to check in online and verify that everything is a go with our travel agent, but we don't yet have the full confirmation or confidence <laughs> that things are going to unfold. So how many of you know that in real time, my friends, we get to harness every situation and uh, make it work for us, that it will bring development to the life of Christ in us? Not my human patience, not me trying to be the bigger person, not me just trying to be nice when I'm talking to you on the podcast or to the hotel receptionist or, you know, like for real okay like deep down when so deep inside of me i want to be on my way home i want to be home it's not because there's been a bad trip it's not because anything is wrong it's because it's time to be home how many of you know that that you can be longing for home and it's not because something has gone wrong where you are it's been great it's been good it's been strong But, my friends, when it's time, right, to move, when it's time things are done here, and it's time to move home, travel home, that's where your heart has started to turn. That's where your heart has started to move. And then it doesn't look anything like what you thought. Now, I will say this. I fully set myself in the expectation that anything can happen when you're traveling, you are not in control of everything. You do everything you can. You have great travel agents. You have great people praying. Everything is in place. And so, for all I know, my my life, Wins' life was spared today because we weren't on those flights. But the bottom line is right that we are uh, moving uh, at the speed of trust. We are moving through these circumstances and situations, and we're not trying to be optimistic. Um, For me, I'll speak for me, I'm an eternalist. I am not just an optimistic person. Everything's going to work out. I'm an eternalist. I'm looking at things from the eternal point of view of the Father, I'm seated with him. Now, my friends, if that sounds high and spiritual to you rather than down in the nitty-gritty of every day, then I want to suggest to you, <laughs> you, need to, uh, you need to go deeper, right? Because if I can't see the nitty-gritty of this reality in real time through his eyes, then I, I don't know how I'm going to look at it. Uh, Otherwise, it's just somebody messed up, somebody did this, I'm delayed in what I want, so I'm agitated, then I'm trying to be optimistic, and on and on it goes. And there's no development of Christ if I try to be optimistic. There's no development of his life within me if I collapse, if I get depressed, if I'm angry, if I shout and complain, right? The only way there's development of his life is when, as I've been saying on previous episodes, Uh, is I'm I'm responsive to him. I'm not just resigned to my circumstances. I am not just, oh, whatever, you know, trying to be optimistic. No, because optimism can be okay, you know, for a bit. But listen to me, my friends. The only thing that's eternal is the eternal. Optimism wears out. Human optimism wears out. You're going to hit the limit of that. Because what if I get a message that says tomorrow is canceled, right? Well, I'm already now in the eternal view looking at things, so guess what? Then I will continue in that way. My optimism will not just get recharged or hit a brick wall and fall apart. I'm not in it. I'm, I'm not trying to be optimistic. I'm with him. Because like right now, just like yesterday, I can't get online and I can't check in all kinds of errors keep coming back I'm like "Mm, this is feeling vaguely familiar to yesterday so what will I do if tomorrow uh, we have this same kind of issue I know that we will eventually get home uh, but we've I've already been gone for three weeks and I am definitely ready to be there so I'm already thinking with the father what are you doing I'm not trying to over-spiritualize it. I'm like, Father, what are you doing to get us home? What's your timing? What's happening? Um, Show me how to, you know, how to um, set other things in motion. Everything from the simplest of things, uh, having to contact the vet to let them know they're going to have to continue to board uh, Bo, our little dachshund, for another day, to some of the most important, which is... um, making sure Caitlin is taken care of and that we have communicated that first. And I assure you, I dealt with Caitlin before I dealt with (laughs) Bo. For anybody out there who would think that's out of order. All right, so because your mind begins to go ahead and think, okay, got to take care of this. Here's the domino effect. There's this and this and this and this, right? And then we go into NMM caring for those expenses, right, whatever that's going to look like, right, so it begins to affect many, many things, and it affects other people, because other people have been taking care of things for us, right, and so you're rolling all of that over onto the Father, rolling all of that, let me be more specific, I'm rolling all of that over on Holy Spirit inside of me, and I'm telling him, make this count, deeply develop my life, the life of Christ inside of me, okay? Now, it might have taken me five minutes or an hour to pray that prayer, but eventually you must get there. Otherwise, you're just in dipping into your human strength or you're going to spend 24 hours just completely, completely frustrated and depressed and angry and mad, right? Which makes your thinking skills um, become very limited, right? And so before all this happened, I'd already been thinking about sharing with you from Isaiah 46, there's a scripture I've already referred to, Isaiah 46, that says that he has taken care of the end before the beginning, right? He's taken care of everything, and he's come back to get you and walk you into it. But another scripture in Isaiah 46 in the Message Bible, um, roughly verses 5 through 7, says, can you picture me without reducing me. Oh, this just pierces me. God is saying, and because he's dealing with his people, the idols they have before them, that can do nothing, right? Do you understand that if you carve something and set it up on the wall, and you say, I will worship you from eight, at eight, noon, and six every day, you understand that makes you God, right? If you made the, the graven image, And anything else that you choose, right? Whether it's an addiction, right? You're addicted to yourself and what you think you need. And then you make yourself a slave to it because maybe you become then physically addicted as well as psychologically addicted to it. Okay, that makes you the God, addicted to self. And because of your addiction to self, it can end up being an addiction to many things. And so God is addressing, right, his people in Isaiah 46, And let us not think we're a more highly evolved people, right? We are born again, right? Which makes it, I don't know, a little more tragic (laughs) because we're not Old Testament people. We are New Covenant people. We are alive in Him. And He says, if you try to picture me, you will forever reduce me because how can you, right, know what I look like to then carve me Right? And this is where we have to be careful that we are not worshiping the God of our own making, the Jesus of our own making. I've talked about this many times before. I've had to deal with it in my own life many times before. In Second Corinthians 11, basically 1 through 5, 1 through 6... Paul speaks about this. He says, I am afraid that what happened in the garden is about to happen in the church. You're about to be seduced in the cunning of your mind away from a simple, pure devotion to Jesus. He said, These other imposters come along and you tolerate them. And therefore, there is a different Jesus, a different gospel, and a different spirit within the church. My friends, we don't make our own picture and image of god god reveals himself to us hmm? you understand i'm asking him reveal yourself to me reveal yourself to those whom i have any influence with that he defines himself he will show us him self my friends He's not our little lucky rabbit's foot that we put in our pocket. He's not our little graven image, right, that we have dangling from our, you know, rearview mirror, right? He, he's not the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus, right, with fair skin that many put upon their walls. We, we all have tried to picture him, have we not? But what does the Scripture say? That when you try to picture me, You will reduce me, my friends. We need to let him define himself, reveal himself to us, and then we respond to him. He is not our God to control. He is not our God to criticize and to correct and to limit and to counsel. He is God, the Father, God, the Son, God, Holy Spirit. And he is revealing himself. He is up and aroused and he is afoot in his holy house. It's not just some thing, some it. My my childhood God that I pictured. He's about to break every image that you have ever had of him. And he's about to reveal himself to you and to me. And we're going to, I pray, respond to him and move with him. This, this reduction that we've done to him, this reducing of him, that, that has to come to an end. So even in my very mundane, ordinary, boring circumstances of the day, so a flight got canceled. Okay, <laughs> right? Okay, we'll move through that. Father, we need a fresh supply of you inside of us. Fresh supply of wisdom. Fresh supply of uh, proper strategy you know, God's patience doesn't make me look like some snowflake when I'm dealing with the travel agent, not the travel agent, but the agent at the airport. My travel agent's doing a fantastic job, (laughs) but the agent at the airport, I might have to, you know, say, listen, now we've been put off now for a day uh, and we need to get home. How will you be resolving that? How will you be taking care of us? You understand that the the forthrightness of his life within us, right? We're not trying to feign some human kindness. No, let the forthrightness and the kindness and compassion and truth-telling, right, of his nature and his life be what comes forth, right? Because you do have to take care of things. And we don't want to be trying to picture him in our own little minds and reduce him, right, to something that he's not, right? He's about to be God to you. He's about to be your father, right? He's going to be Holy Spirit to you. So I pray this challenges you today, you know, because when I'm being challenged and I'm growing and maturing every day in every circumstance and situation that I allow, right, I am maturing and I am growing up. Mm -hmm. And I'm encouraging you to do the same. So there you have it, real-time, <laughs> real-time encouragement. I also want to say in real-time that today is the International Global Giving Day, known as Giving Tuesday, and this is where there is an International Day of Giving. After Black Friday, after Cyber Monday, there is Giving Tuesday. So NMM, as a 501c3 uh, nonprofit Uh, We harness this day to um, uh, highlight and to launch out into our full um, end-of-year giving campaign, which will go from today, November 28th, to December 31st at midnight of 2023. And we're saying yes to the Father as we step into 2024. Some of 2024 is known to us, and some of it is unknown to us. And this is why we're being challenged. We're not going to picture the God of our own doing. We're going to say yes to him and let him unfold uh, even greater understanding of who he is and a greater intimacy with him, with the lights full on and facing him as we face every situation. You know, have you thought about that? I face every situation by facing him looking at him and letting him speak to me and deal with me as with a son. And this is what we're passing on to others in all of the varied ways, the NMM discipleship projects, whether that is many levels and depths of schools, of one-on-one, of conversations, of teaching, preaching, uh, working alongside those who have responsibility in their nations and helping to build them as they build others. We have projects going forward into the next year where it's those whom we have been pouring into who are now raising up works, right? They are raising up opportunities for others to enter in to mature so that they can go on into being and doing what God has given them to do. My friends, discipleship is not the end. It's a means to the end sonship is not the end it's a means to the end it's a means to the father knowing him and those who know him yes they will do mighty exploits and this hour of history is crying out for it now that gets into the nitty-gritty of what does that actually take to be able to move At home, in the home office, to raise up a global team, to be able to upgrade all of our operations. Does that mean bringing in other people on our team in a consultant uh, position that is going to be able to help, um, you know, take things to another level so it's more efficient, that it's done in the best way possible, yet simple, and keeping the overhead, right, in uh, the proper range, so that it doesn't become a monster, <laughs> a machine, of ministry, right? To the fact that we have an extra day in Austria, right? Do you understand that? It is a wide range of of um, of securing financial resources for the future. So we're going to be unfolding more of that as the month goes on. But today is that launch day. And how many of you know that when you launch, it's always awesome to have the encouragement of others saying, we're going to partner with you right from the very get-go. And so we appreciate all of you that are planning to to partner with us, that are planning to partner today. And we just simply say, as I always say, unapologetically and unashamedly, that we pray that NMM will be the recipient of your very generous giving and sowing into the kingdom and into nonprofit organizations that are dear to your heart. We pray that we receive from the largest to the smallest because we know that it's all sown in faith and according to ability at the moment. And so we are so grateful for that partnership. So Tent Talk podcast, that's a part of what NMM is doing to get out the message. The same as our schools, we're getting ready to do landing page For the podcast, we're getting ready to upgrade this podcast where you might be able to use it for studies that you're doing with friends, when you're sitting around a coffee shop, when you are doing small groups in your church or in your home. We are looking at ways to take the content that we're putting out and doing it in a form in which you can take hold of it and it can benefit those around you. So that means we have to upgrade, right, in Him. And that's why I'm harnessing (laughs) today's circumstances right, to mature me so that I can continue to move into the next depths with him. So let's not picture him ourselves and reduce him, my friends. Let's let him be exactly who he is on all levels to us personally, corporately, and as we move and simply do the works that he's put within us to do. Let's just be who we are to him and to our generation. So thank you for being here with me today. And I pray that you will give generously to Nancy McCready Ministries on this international, global, giving day to nonprofits and throughout the month of December. All right? Thank you so much. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccready.com or follow her on social media at nbmccready.